This is the Dead Drop Podcast. I'm Carl, and in this episode, I've assembled highlights from my interview with Bahare Zare Bahari, something that eventually became a long-form report I wrote for CNN Philippines. We'll call her by her nickname, Bahar. Bahar is an Iranian beauty queen of three pageants. She is a women's rights activist, and she's now also a refugee in the Philippines. Bahar represented Iran at the Miss Intercontinental Beauty Pageant on January 27, 2018, held at the SM Mall of Asia Arena in Pasay City. That night, she made headlines during the national costume segment when she walked out holding a spear with a poster of Reza Pahlavi, the country's exiled pro-democracy figure. It was an act that made her fight for women's rights very public and infuriated the government back in Iran. Later on, she was again in the headlines. In October of 2019, when she fought against being deported back to Iran on mysterious charges. Charges that Bahar claims were falsified, an effort to get her back within reach of her country's authorities. Because she resisted, Bahar was trapped at a Manila airport awaiting extradition to Tehran, putting her under incredible mental and physical stress with the threat of torture and even death if she was successfully deported. Our conversations in this episode happened months after she won refugee status, eventually enabling her to step foot on Philippine soil and claim political asylum. As you listen to Bahar, it's important to remember that Iran's state of affairs is a dire one for women's rights. Discrimination in marriage, cases of forced veilings, and being punished for not being able to meet the standards for modesty are common. Women activists like Bahar are unable to speak out in favor of equal rights. Women are even banned from watching spectator sports in public, like volleyball, which is a national obsession in Iran. As you listen to her experiences, like being trapped in the limbo of the airport, her life as an educator back in Iran, how she entered the pageant circuit, and about how reading the books of Salman Rushdie got her started in activism, it's worth taking note that Bahar is still only in her early 20s. As a peek into a country that is literally often veiled in secrecy, Bahar's revelations highlight how Iran's Khamenei regime goes to great lengths to suppress its activists, even abroad. So they're checking whoever yeah. you're meeting. Yeah. Zara means farmer. Zara means farmer. Yeah. My grandfather was farmer. Yeah. They, uh, in Iran, during time of my grandfather, the ID becomes started. Sorry. So they ask, what's your job? I was farmer. So he's, I'm farmer. So it becomes Your profession Zara. becomes... Yeah. And he lives in province that names Bahar. So a farmer they, from they, Bahar. Yeah, yeah. They say they make Zare Bahari. It means farmer from, from Bahar Bahari. state. You know, I'm anti-Islam also. I, yeah. Also anti-Islam. All, yeah, I'm anti-Islam. I doesn't like Islam because you know, uh, I'm a woman. Woman. Uh, this is your root rights. of your activism. Yeah, woman rights activist, and uh, in Iran because of Islam, women have nothing rights. Yeah, I know. You know it's pretty bad back there. Yeah. yeah. 
I had a pageant. Yeah. yeah. I had a pageant in Tunisia. Yeah. I was. Is that what? What is that pageant? Sorry, it's not elegance. Elegance. It's elegance. And after that, I was supposed to be in Miss Universe in Georgia, but I was stuck in the Philippines. So you're, you were I were supposed two, to be the official pageant I missed, prep. I missed two pageants because of the stuff. Because of this because then Man, three it, weeks? <laughs> three weeks? It wasn't three weeks? In it was 31 days. In, uh, Almost oh, one month. Yeah, exactly. yeah one month. Yeah. In uh, September 29, I left Philippines to Tunisia to do my representative pageant yeah. in Tunisia. In Tunisia, although I had visa, they deport me. Yeah, I saw the flag. They, okay. they deport me. They deport you? You didn't even get into... Yeah. Okay. In Tunisia, in September 29, when I entered to Tunisia, they said, you cannot uh, so you enter. So you were at the airport, then you got Yeah, but they decided to deport me to Iran. Oh. So it was it was planned. Oh. I said, uh, you cannot deport you cannot me to deport Iran, Iran because I am already uh, in Philippines. I, I have a permanent yeah. uh, temporary... Residence. Yeah, yeah. so you cannot. And they deport me to Jordan. Okay, nearby. And in okay. Jordan, I just uh, booked ticket to Dubai, and I back to Dubai. And uh, for like two weeks, I stay in Dubai, and then I back to Philippines. And I so never thought had, like, this happened. Short vacation. Yeah, and then... yeah. Because I was tired, you yeah. know. Uh, in Tunisia, for five days, I was yeah, in the airport. Yeah, all the pageant preparations. For five days, I was in, in airport. Five days in the Tunisian airport. Yeah. And then Dubai. Yeah, I said I want just stay in Dubai to. to Relax, and after that, with free mind, I went back to finish my final exam and graduate. But when in October 17, I back, that happened. So they said you can't enter Manila. Actually, they checked my passport and look at me like this. And they said just this, this is at customs. Yeah, uh, the immigration. Immigration. Yeah. Just, just excuse us. I said okay. We live and back. I said, can you accompany me? I said yes. And he brought me to the chief, and chief told me, the flight is ready, you have to deport them back to your home country. Well, they got you, they got Just you, like uh, this. They got you a ticket already. Yeah. Everything was a trap. Yeah. I said, sorry? She said, you have to back to your home country, you cannot enter to Philippines. I said, tell me the reason. And they said, we cannot tell you, you just back and you find the reason. I said, how come? I came from Dubai. Yeah. Dubai did not uh, deport, me. deport me. and. I was uh, I was able to get my visa in Dubai. If I had problem, they would not give me a visa. They said we don't know. You just sign and go. You just said they try to make it uh, fast, fast and yeah. uh, hurry. Yeah. And they said I'm not signing anywhere. That's good. That time I just text to my friend who, who lives in Philippines and he's Iranian. Also Iranian. And he supported me during last two years. Even sometimes he said I am her husband just to save me. Uh, I am his her brother. Just, just sometimes even it's a good friend. Yeah. Real friend who was graduating, but he stayed also here. dentist. No, no, he was physical therapy, yeah. different course, different school. But okay, okay. he just supported him, yeah. Because uh, actually, he was the one that embassy called him and asked him to help to deport me. And he told me, He said, Embassy, call, call me and tell, Can you help us to do something to deport Bahar? Like, put some drug in, in her wow, home. Wow, that bad. I think 21 times they check my luggage. All my luggage broken. They, they brought dogs to check my oh. luggage. Yeah, and they find nothing. nothing. 
and I took video when they was checking and That's nothing good. fine. That's and good. I said to my friends and I told them, and I already, if you wanna, if you wanna tell me that I using drugs, from where I find drugs, yeah. it means you give me drugs. Yeah, <laughs> so, you planted it. Yeah. So I said, we remember 21 times to check my luggage, and I took video and I sent to my friend. That's why they took my phone in the first day. First and second day they took my phone. Yeah. That's why you weren't able to go live. Yeah. And then they gave it back eventually. Uh, they given back me because many people from around the world called them. <laughs> the pressure. Yeah, the pressure. pressure. Media. <laughs> I really was good with them. I just when they decide to uh, deport me, force me to sit in the plant. When I'm saying force, it, it was three guards approach me. They carry me. Carried you physically? Yeah, from my hair, my legs, and even my clothes was broken because they was forcing me. There was three, three ladies. Then I was like that. I was shouting, shouting. I said, "Jesus is not forgiving you." And something like because I know. Because you were panicking. Because because I knew Filipino are strict on Jesus. Yeah. So I I said, "What I what I have to do?" Because I could see the plane. And I said, "Bow my life," because I know what's happening. It was very hard for me to participate in pageant because I doesn't have a, a national director. Yeah, I was I was going to ask that because here we have because our pageant schools yeah. are very but, institutionalized. So I start with the Persian pageant. You know, Afghanistan is Local. speaking Persian, yeah. Tajikistan is speaking Persian, mm -hmm. and Iran is speaking Persian. Mm -hmm. Afghanistan and uh, Tajikistan have a pageant. Mm -hmm. They are more than Iran free. Uh, they have more freedom than Iran. So. Uh, um, there was one pageant uh, that was called Persian Miss Persian Miss Awards. Persia. So first I joined there, mm -hmm. and that pageant I become familiar with, with the girls, and they just introduced me some national director that was Iranian, and uh, and she and she matched for me Miss Globe, and after Miss Globe I learned mm, how to contact yeah. the people and go to pageant. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. School. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beauty is not the first thing that is important. You know, if one day I have a I have a power, I I, I will I can achieve the making pageant. I will not uh, attention to the face or body. I tell them what they did. Accomplishment. Mm. Ask them. I ask them to interview. What did What did you do as a I don't know, as an Iranian, as a Filipino, what did you do for your country? What did you do for your generation? For your people. For your people. For, your, for, for women, as a woman. What did you do? For your gender. I will attention on that and I will attention to their answers, not only based on body and money. <laughs> I 
was searching in the internet in Google, but okay. it was a filter and I you used filter filter, uh, VPN to reach oh, it. Oh, yeah. you need the VPN. Yeah. Because it's forbidden in Iran, they are filtering. So after I read some book uh, that was for Salman, Salman, Salman Rushdie. Rushdie. Yeah, I start with him. I said, I think to myself, he's Arab. You know, better than me Arabic. And he's against Quran, yeah. the book of God, yeah, the book of Allah. What Islam. did you read, Satanic verses? The first was, uh, what can you call it? I know in my language. Ayat al-Shaytani means devil, devil, devil talks. Yeah. Starting to read his book. Yeah. Because in Iran, they said in the local TV, books of Salman Rushdie is forbidden and those who reviewing will face... Go to hell. Oh, yeah. face death. Yeah. Execution. How, what is the punishment? A punishment in Iran is they arrest and they brought to the police office. They call family. If they have money to pay, they, they charge. Pay. If they don't have, arrests. If this repeated, something becomes limited for them, like work, like a study. And yeah. that's not life. For me in Iran, they closed my school. I had an elementary school in Iran. So you're a master yes. in literature? Yeah. Okay. Uh, bachelor and master in uh, Persian literature. <laughs> Yeah, liberal, arts. <laughs> liberal arts. Liberal arts. Yeah. And uh, after that, I, I decided to become a teacher. I said, I need to So you needed children. education units? I, I said, I need help children. Mm. Because of what happened to me, yeah. many, many teachers wash my brain mm. and, and uh, transfer me the feeling guilty, feeling uh, scenes. I said I don't want other other girls, other little girls, feel like that during their life. So I I start to work as a teacher. I was very good in teaching, and very soon I become president of the school. Wow, yeah, amazing. Yeah, and and student really loves me. What I did. It's the I, best feeling, right? Yeah, when you can affect yeah. like young people. After in for for government work, it was very hard. I need to do many filters, like viewing long job that they call it chador. It's black it's, long. It's the black one with yeah. formless. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't like that. Otherwise, I need to do worship daily with all of the teachers. So I said, I don't want to do that. What can I do? Private. In private, you have more freedom. freedom. So I opened my own school. That's the name was Yegana. Yagana. No, Yagana. Yagana. Means one. It means one. Yeah. It wasn't I, hard to open your own school. Yeah, because I was young. <laughs> it was very hard. But I did that with the help of my father. Yeah, I opened. I just had 12 students. First it's a good start. Good start. I spent a lot of money for electric bill, many course, things. Setting yeah. up the infrastructure. But second year, I had 350 students. Yeah, it was. So it was a private school. Yeah, it was. You know, I didn't promote my school. That twelve student brought all everybody. their friends and families. Uh, I don't know, sister, like that's amazing. Neighbors, yeah, they brought them because they was happy with me. That twelve. You know what? Um, what was my system in school? I tell them when you came into the school, you have to remove your hijab. Only on the street. I said, when you are at home, you are wearing hijab? He said, no. I said, okay, the school is your home. Don't wear hijab. I feel like you're at home. Yeah, I said, you feel here is home. 
and the students just removed the hijab and manto and they love that. Nice so now they can learn. Yeah, they 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 experienced other school that was forced, and in my school not forced. They was very happy. They, they promote my school. And they brought many students. And other things, I was not teaching Quran. What is teaching in all the school in Iran? I stopped that, and I teaching English. You're teaching English, yeah. so all the secular English, stuff. English, English, is forbidden. You have to teach in the school. But I I did that. But. Second year. How did you teach it? Like you use, did you use movies and stuff? I, I I'm a, sure I it's hard a, to get. I had movies. teachers. I just asking some uh, English English teachers come and teach. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. That was nice. Yeah, and for the. And they were willing to teach. I that's teach good. art to them. I teach like how to drawing, how to use a color, how to make, for example, what colors to make. Oh, so basic art. Yeah, work. Okay. Yeah, I I teach them art. I try to find their talents and during that way my students become top one in the whole of the Iran. It was great, it was great successful for me. It was it was very nice to me. I was very happy with my job. But what happened? They got Some, wind of it. I don't know who yeah. report to somebody reported. Report to government to call me to the security and now it was very bad. Uh, what did they say? Something when like they... a chat. Okay. Something like chat called me and said, uh, We heard you are not using a photo of the Khamenei in your school, first of all. All schools should put Have, photo yeah. of the Khamenei on the top. Yeah. I think in Philippines also they use photo of the, for example, president yeah, or something like that. If it's like a government, that. Yeah, it's a government, yeah. yeah. Uh, even even for private, even, even, for private. even for a small, like here, they have to use it. And I said, I said no, I don't have. <laughs> yeah. So. So they were saying, oh, you should have this report, photo. Someone yeah, report. Where is the Khomeini photo? Why you are not? I said, oh, sorry, I doesn't knew that. Lying. Oh, like, it's, oh it's sorry, like, yeah, it's my and, first. And I said, okay, this I'm is new, first. This yeah. is second. Why you are not teaching Quran? And I doesn't know how they know that. I said. Somebody, Only somebody from parents inside. can do that, or my teachers. Teacher. Then they said, "Why you are talking about Muhammad Reza Shah? Good, because we have a history teaching in uh, yeah. in the elementary, and when we are reached to Muhammad Reza Shah, I always say good things. They're, in their book, they write very bad things about Muhammad Reza Shah. They said he was very bad guy. He was a dictator. He was a, he was killing the people. I said, don't attention to this." All of this is lie. Mama Reza was a very good king. I was teaching like that, you know. So they're saying you're revising. Yeah, and they, said, and they said, and they said, talking like that. I said, what is your proof? Hmm. It's not true. I just refused that. And then they told me all of this. Okay, why you, why you are not wearing hijab inside your school, your school. and why you are uh, led to the student do not wear hijab. And why you are talking too much open, like uh, you are woman? Oh, I always, the I always English push the... them. Yeah. So that was really a problem for them. And they said you have to close your school. So they closed my school. Must have so been so heartbreaking. Yeah. I I came to Philippines after that. In 2014, they closed my school. And it was very hard for me to accept, you know? Yeah. What did and your family say? I was in love with them, really. I really loved them. I really loved to Interact see with the children. Kids. Yeah. And, you know, especially in free time when they was in the yard and they called me, 
Bahari, Bahari, come and play with us. And I was really loved and I was really good with them. And yeah, when I was closing the school, all children was crying. I swear, all of them crying. All was mad. Must have been really hard. Yeah, it was really hard. Yeah, it was really hard actually. And I just decided to leave the garden. So I would leave here to forget everything that was really. Um, the worst that I can tell you was, I was 18, I was uh, 13, 13, I was in something like high school. I had a friend that his name was Zahra, mm -hmm. that we were friends for four years. We just sit in the same chair in the class. And Zara had boyfriend. Everybody knew. No, nobody. It was Everybody secret. Knew. Just me and her. And she always talked to me about it. And you know, it was it was not relationship. It was just a letter. Just, yeah. Okay. They just wrote a letter together, letter. sending loving. I love you and love. You. It was like for the kids. Love. Yeah, yeah. And once a day, she came and she was crying. We was too close here. She said. Uh, his father knew that, found that she have yeah, she have a boyfriend, and the father. And the father <laughs> raped her. And what she did? She was crying a lot, but after two days, she didn't come to school anymore. And after that, the teacher said that she died. She finished herself. She committed suicide. Yeah. Put down from the third floor to the yard. She jumped. Yeah, she jumped. Wow. It was really hard. So many times. So yeah. It's awful. So if you had been taken back, any of these things could have happened to you. If I back. First thing is they will ask to somebody stay in line. Some guys. And we say okay one by one. One by one. Right. This this normally. Yeah. Normal, yeah. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. That's it's not only what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible, Francis. Yeah. One of the other is they will remove the nails. What would you like to say to your to the women who you left back home and who are still fighting? Like especially with the protest now. Well, it's hard. It's hard for them to protest. Right? It's very hard for them. You know, I always say they are more than me brave. Never say. Never say. It's it's when they are hard to stay. They are right? texting me. They are keeping touch with me, and they said, "Bob, we proud of you. You are our voice. We love I'm you." I'm sure they are. Yeah, and I said. No, I am grabbed you. Because you're staying. I'm out. And you're inside. I'm really proud of you. You're really brave. You're more than brave. Because I'm out and you're inside. And you're continuing. You are talking face to face of the government. You are in jail and still yeah. speaking. It's hard. Uh, I was positive and I said, I know. I know I will pass this. And then one day I'm back and I will laugh at this day. Oh. Because I believe the sun. It's not accidentally. Have a duty to be there. The sun have a duty. That's why the name is sun. So for me, there's some duty to do. If this happened to me, there's a reason at the back of that.